Good morning and welcome to it. Tracy Morgan in with you for this half hour. Of course, this is our half hour where we get to talk to great professionals in and around Butler County about issues that affect you right here in Butler County. And it intrigues me. The, the topic that we're going to talk about today intrigues me, and that's funeral homes. And we're talking to Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services today. And I, I've been talking to Spencer off the air before we welcome him into the show. And But it is a very serious topic because death is is something that we all have to deal with and, and the grief of it all and having to go through the process can be difficult. So we'll talk about that with Spencer in just a moment. But let me give you first the different ways that you can listen because, of course, you do have us on the radio. You have us on that free app that you can put on your smartphone. You have us online at WISR680.com. And then, of course, Alexa power devices. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play WISR 680. That should be enough. We'll come up there for you for the rest of the time that we're broadcasting right now. Now, if you do have to leave us at any time, we've solved that as well. This will be the podcast of the day, and we're going to be talking to Spencer a couple of times throughout the next couple of months. But for today, where you're going to look for this podcast is as follows. Ready? WISR680.com. Programs, Let's Talk, and then look for Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. All right, so let's get into it. Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services, the owner, the funeral director, Spencer. How are you doing today? Good morning, Tracy. How are you? Welcome to the show. It's nice to have you here today. It's nice to be here. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and we've had a, a lot of discussion um, in-house because, of course, we've seen the stories about your building, and then we keep telling people where it is. If you're going up towards the high school, up the hill... Mm-hmm. The state police right there on your right, you're the building that's down below. Because it Just used to be before. another business for like 30 years. Yeah, it was a uh, auto parts store for numerous years. And following that, it was a sound audio store. And so now you, you took over the building. Yes. Uh, I purchased it May 7th of 2018. So we're going to talk about the reconstruction of the building. Because, of course, when it used to be the other business, you could see right through. <laughs> you got the glass, and, and you could kind of get a picture of what it looked like. Now it's a whole different setup. So we'll talk about that. But let me ask you first your your interest in this industry. It always intrigues me when people have unique jobs like you do. What got you interested in this, and what, what's your passion behind it? I was actually raised around funeral homes, and um, I was one of the rare ones that from the very beginning, I had a passion for it, absolute passion. I see that different people go into this field for different reasons. Mine was truly for the passion. Every single day is different. Every single family is different. Every process I'm asked to do is different, and it's amazing. It's a half white collar, half blue collar across the, across the scale. Every single moment is different. You never really know when you have to work. There's also... The difficult side of always being on call for the funeral home, but it it becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a way of life, always waiting, always ready to help someone when they truly need it. It's been a couple years since I, I sat down at a dinner table, a bunch of funeral directors and I were chatting, and, and it was interesting to know that lifestyle or to hear that lifestyle. I don't think we as a community understand what you go through and and how you have to be so attached to the business that you live in it's a marriage yeah it's actually yeah. a marriage i cannot go that far from butler i have to stay within a, a small two-hour radius of butler at all times in case someone calls in need and not only that 
I'm attached to the phone for the next phone call, and you have to be ready. I have to have so many parts of my life lined up that when the call comes through, I'm ready to help the family immediately. And I ask this question with all due seriousness. I really do. Do you ever take a vacation? Are you able to take a vacation? What do you do when you need to get away for a couple of days? I have not in years. Okay. okay. Yeah, I have not in years. I hope to in the future once I have this funeral home more established and I have someone to trust to cover me while I'm gone. It's Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Now talk about the location. Why did you pick that particular location? When I decided to come back to Butler and open a funeral home and offer a style of service that's different from the other funeral homes in the area, I knew I wanted something that was controllable, intelligent, and extremely visible. And there were two that interested me, this and one near the original Butler Hospital. This ended up being larger with much better parking, much better visibility, and I knew with the increased size, I could do a lot more inside of it. So talk about the structure of the building, because you did a lot of reconstructing of this building, of 99% course. 99% is different. Wow. So tell us about the building, because when you, you go past it, I don't know if there's really a typical funeral home, mm -hmm. but it doesn't look like other funeral homes that I've seen in or out of the area. I'm yeah, just most, talking anywhere. Most folks picture an old Victorian home. Right. Most folks right. picture an old Victorian home with 100 additions over the last 100 years, and um, a lot of landscaping. And, you know, the old-fashioned idea of a funeral home. I wanted something that was a little more intelligent, a little more modern, and a lot more simple. And this building is enormous inside. It is 100 feet by 50 feet. It's a large rectangle. It's all one level. There's not a single step within the building. Um, when I first found it, there was a central front door. And when you open that front door, you walked into a series of hallways there were two advertising hallways one to the right one to the left all the walls were covered and a bright yellow and black slat board which they used for advertising and they used for sales and there was a 100 foot long central hallway that went the entire length of the building and off of that branched four more hallways after the first two and there were two sound rooms there were two entirely designed sound rooms full of subwoofers speakers miles and miles of wires and then there were about five offices and a kitchen and a bathroom plus the six garage stalls in the rear of the building so then how did you redesign it that it fits your purpose i had the idea in my head for years i knew i wanted to have a z-shaped hallway with one massive viewing room a very large receiving area a large central arrangement office and two handicapped bathrooms, and keep about one-third of the building for private use for garage stalls, my private office, and the preparation room, all on one floor. Because you are the funeral director, but you do the preparation as well? Yes. Okay. Yes, all there at that building at 140. So what happens when you get to the point where there's multiple um, individuals in need of the space? Because it sounds like you can have one... Um, one viewing or one funeral, one you know service complete at a time. The room is definitely large enough, and it's been designed with a bulkhead that I can separate the room into two nice-sized viewing rooms. I would prefer to only focus on one family at a time, though. I would prefer to use the entire building 
at once for one family. And with that, there's more options. I can have a morning service and an evening service in the same day for two separate families, but my entire focus is on that family at one time versus trying to coordinate numerous families and have to have a much larger staff work for you know more than one family at a time. Can you talk about the funeral um, industry in general? And, and the reason I'm asking you this is because I've had multiple conversations with people over the past few years where when we always talk about when I was young, you know, mm-hmm. this is how we did it. You know, you always had, what, three visitations, and it was usually two days. And then, well, and then my mom was talking about even generations before, of course, when they started in the homes. Yeah, it's and, definitely you know, changed. It's definitely changed. And now it seems like where we are today is that you have visitation like in one day or you have a four-hour block, mm-hmm. or, I mean, why, why have we gotten to that point just in the industry overall? Well, it's definitely simpler, having the viewing in the same day of the service, and that is all correct. It originally started, open casket visitations were held in people's private homes, and then came the idea of a funeral home, a home to go to for a viewing and for a funeral. And normally in the 20s and 40s and 60s, it was two full, very long, exhausting days of open casket viewing, followed by a third day, which was the funeral date. And then it was shortened to one full day of viewing, followed by a funeral date. And now we're in the phase of having two to four hours of viewing, followed immediately by a service, either at the funeral home or at... A building of worship, a church, or a synagogue, or, or a, a you know something like that. Even a reception area has held services. So it's definitely changing, and not only are funeral homes changing, but final dispositions changing also. With there's a lot more cremation now than there is true traditional casket and vault based burial. So the entire picture is morphing right now. And so have you had feedback? And again, I'm talking about the funeral industry in itself, and you yourself as well, but have you had feedback? Is that a positive thing for community members? I'm just wondering, do they like the change? Do they not like the change? Or are you following what customers want? I believe I am definitely following what customers want. The change has happened slowly, but it's been rapid also. And the older population, I think, struggles with it a little bit, while Folks in their 40s, 50s, and 60s and younger, they are more for the shorter viewings. They are more for um, more of a simple service. Two hours viewing followed immediately by a service or even a memorial service or burial the same day. We have with us Spencer Geibel, Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. It's the new building in Butler. Well, I say new building. It's been there forever, but (laughs) but you have now taken it over. It is entirely different. Yeah, it is entirely different. And it's the road as you're going, of course, up to the high school. And before you even get there or the police station, it's the building that would be on your right. So when you look over and you go, huh, when did that change? Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're talking about that right now. The building with the big retaining wall. Right, right. So, okay, let's talk a little bit about your prices because we were talking a little bit about this off the air and it's interesting how um this is a new venture for you and Mm -hmm. and you have i say decent prices just because we're used to prices that we you know get in the area but um why how how can you do that explain your prices my price design is entirely different from any funeral home in the butler area Um, that includes the ones actually in the city and all those surrounding the butler area Uh, my goal is to offer twice a service and aim to offer that at half the cost or even less than half the cost and I do that by 
the design of the building, primarily the design of employment with it being me and one full-timer at most and the level and style of services folks ask for. And people continue to ask me, how can I offer such low prices? And I don't know if low is the correct word. I know that we are conditioned and we are very used to a certain cost and a certain design and a certain idea of what a funeral is and what a funeral should cost in this area. And I'm trying to change that. I'm not sure that I want to pay attention, to be honest with mm-hmm. you, Most about the cost of it, because it's a conversation that's difficult to have in the first place mm-hmm. with family me- members, let alone a professional, because if I meet you as a professional, I know we're in the moment and I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure that we're educated enough as the public mm-hmm. to say, I know how much a funeral costs. If you ask me now, I would have no clue what to tell you. Yeah. Astronomical right now. They have grown to astronomical levels in the last 15 or 20 years. I have taken these numbers, and I've tried to literally cut them in half. I've tried to literally, and I have for almost every single service and style of service I'm able to offer. I have taken competitive numbers in the area, and I have increased the amount of service I'm offering, and I have literally offered them at half the cost. If a funeral home is asking four, I ask two. If they're asking 10, I ask five. If they're asking three, I ask 15. That is the goal across the board. Not to mention the numerous things I try to do that other funeral homes I don't believe are doing in the area and the level of service I'm trying to offer every single family that calls me. Are you able to give us a, a, a price range or do you wait to see what others are, are being asked? Like you said, if somebody, if I come to you mm-hmm. and I say, well, this is what I found information mm-hmm. for and, and you're going to go like 1000 or two under that. Or do you already have a price range set? I have what's called a general price list of funeral homes required to have one. The difference with me is I hand them out. I offer them openly. If you walk through my building, there are six pamphlet holders that show and display my prices. I do not hide behind them, and I do not struggle when I'm asked to offer them. And I will explain why they're different. I will explain what they entail across the board. And if someone asks, I explain why mine are so much lower. And I'm glad you're here today explaining this because Mm -hmm. I don't care what industry you're in. I don't Mm -hmm. care what product you have. If you're lower than other people in the area, people wonder automatically what's the catch. What's the catch and what aren't you doing? Yeah, what aren't you doing? What are you hiding? How is this lower? So I'm glad you're here today. I keep saying they're not low prices. They're fair prices. Ah, okay. It's a major difference. Um, I have a lot of benefits. I'm not paying off three previous generations before me. I don't have a massive building with 10 employees and 10 vehicles. I don't have astronomical expenses. I have a building with a single employee, and everything goes through me and us together. So I'm able to keep all of my expenses down, and my design then came down dramatically. I built the building so it's extremely intelligent and very simple. So I can actually run a funeral by myself if I needed to, while most funeral homes having elevators, steps, stairs, stairwells, um, enormous parking lots need five, six, seven employees. The entire design is different. And my approach, what I see is most funeral homes are aiming for what I call the monster funerals, the, the big boy, in quotes, funerals and direct cremations. I'm aiming for the middle of the road. I like the idea of two, hour, two hours of open casket viewing, 
followed immediately by a service there at the funeral home. It's all controllable. I can handle it all myself. And it is extremely practical in our day and age. And I can keep it extremely reasonable. Talking with Spencer Geibel, Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services, 140 Newcastle Road in Butler. And the phone number, if you want to give them a call, is 724-287-4042. And I'm going to give, give this phone number, and I want to ask you about your calling service, because that's something I'm, I'm giving this now. Will somebody answer the phone whenever they call? But it's 724-287-4042. Talk yes. about how you don't use a calling service. I do not. I believe... People deserve to have their questions answered immediately. When someone calls that number, it is directed immediately to a personal cell phone. And so not only the answering service is not outsourced, Mm -hmm. but nothing you do is outsourced. I do not outsource my arrangements. I make them all personally myself. We have a licensed insurance agent that works for me. He is the full-timer, so the, the insurance portion is not outsourced. All embalming is done by me in the funeral home. That is not outsourced. Removals, no matter where a person passes away, is done by me with my personal vehicle. So that also is not outsourced. Everything pertaining to the design of a funeral, the design of a cremation, the movement of a funeral, the movement of a cremation, the arranging of, is all done literally by me. Now, as you explain this, if people just joined us, because we've been talking to you for a good 20 minutes or so, um, Spencer, if I say Spencer Geibel, funeral home, cremation service, you're independent of anyone else, you're, you're your own business. Yes. And again, just remind us how long you've been doing this, because you didn't just come up with this, you know, two days ago. No, I've been in this field my entire life. Since the day I was born, I've been in this field. And I worked in Pittsburgh the last uh, 12 or 13 years after leaving Butler and um, I've worked actually in other counties too. So I've got, I've, I've been given the gift of seeing this field through different counties, different areas, and through different eyes. And what I've done is take the best of everything I've seen over the last 12 years, design it into this funeral home, and bring it to Butler. So let's move into a little bit more, a little deeper into why you're a little different than everyone else, what separates you. And I could just ask you the question and sit back, I'm sure, (laughs) because there are so many points that I have in front of me. But uh, just where would you like to start aside from the telephone calls? And we gave that phone number out. And you don't outsource anything. And so, again, tell us a few more points of what what makes you different. What's important to me is I'm laid back. I've heard my entire life people have this fear of walking into a funeral home because it seems so cold. It seems so rigid. Um, I don't believe there is a single facade when it comes to my funeral home. It's just me. I'm not always wearing a suit. I'm not always dressed to the hilt. I don't have fancy stuff. Um, It's extremely laid back. I give folks the option to listen to music during the arrangements, their choice of music. I give folks the option to listen to their choice of music for the visitation or memorial service. I give them the option of having a minister, priest, pastor, or handling it themselves. I give folks the option of pretty much making every decision with guidance, not a forced direction. Well, in scenarios that I've been a part of with funeral homes... Are those things that we know that we have a choice in or don't we have a choice in other places? Like when you're giving, when you're sitting down at your place and you're giving these people choices, should we know that we have those choices automatically? I feel you should. And I've come to see that 
Unfortunately, this field is one of the most smothered with ignorance fields out there. Folks are so confused about what their rights are. Folks are so confused about how this field works, what they are allowed to do, questions they are allowed to ask, questions that they normally are afraid to ask. It's very uh, stigmatized, unfortunately, when it's a guarantee for our life. Mm -hmm. It's very taboo, unfortunately, when once again, it's a guarantee. It's one of the things we all must go through. It's an absolute guarantee. We are all going to be sitting in that room one day faced with these decisions, every one of us. And even past that, it's a guaranteed life that one day we'll end up there. And when you say it, it's one of the mo most ignorant, I, I know what you mean by, you know, the public just doesn't understand and we're not educated enough. Mm -hmm. But I just wonder if, if again, when you say it's taboo, I, I'm wondering how many people just don't want to approach the subject of death, let alone the funeral home Most definitely, of everything. Most definitely. Well, there's fear involved. Yeah. There's definitely fear involved. And I think a little bit of it is our fault. A little bit of it is the funeral home's fault of having a couple hundred years of doing certain things the same way every single time and directing folks and not educating them and directing folks and not informing them of what options are truly there, what benefits are truly there, what choices are truly there, and how this process can work versus how it's always worked. And Spencer, talk about how you have the pre-need solutions. You can arrange things beforehand. Um, mm -hmm. and, and there's also an element to your funeral home that you will make the arrangements in someone else's home if need mm -hmm. be. Most definitely. I'd be honored to go to a folks' home. I want them to be comfortable. And not always coming to a funeral home is the most comforting idea. So I volunteer to go to one of my family's houses. I've done it numerous times just in the last 17 days of being open. I've made arrangements, pre-arrangements in folks' homes numerous times already in the last two weeks. And I've seen, when I worked in Pittsburgh and now in Butler, that it adds such a level of comfort. We are in their zone now. We are in, in their, on their turf in their field and they are a lot more comfortable asking for things they're a lot more comfortable asking questions about things and they're a lot more comfortable you know designing this level of service by what they truly want versus what they think they have to do when they're in their home i've talked to many professionals on this show in many many different industries and it seems like when we come down to the public not understanding or not being educated enough it comes down to our responsibility mm -hmm. as the community but there's a fear to uh, to say to a professional, I don't know what I don't even know. So yes. I don't even know where to even begin, and I don't even know what to ask you. Do you get a lot of people in that scenario as well? Most definitely. And something I learned about 10 years ago, I was meeting a lot of families for this funeral home in Pittsburgh, and I started to realize that very few people have already made arrangements. So I started asking folks before we started, who here has done this before? Who here has sat in these chairs and made arrangements for another loved one before meeting me? And very few raised their hands. So most folks, it was their very first time ever having to make these decisions. So not only was it new to them, not only were they full of grief and remorse, they were scared because it was so foreign. They had no idea what to ask, what questions were appropriate, what were inappropriate, and what their options were. So I try to start off by comforting the situation and asking folks, who here has made arrangements for a loved one before? And normally one out of five hands might go up, one out of six. To see two hands go up out of three, four, five, or six people was pretty rare. 
Absolutely. Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Spencer, I'm going to ask you in a moment about why you think Butler is so important. But before I do that, let me ask you about transferring prearranged funeral services and, and policies. Do you handle that? And how is that handled? Most definitely. Most definitely. We are able to organize funerals without funding them. We are also able to organize funerals. Uh, when I say funerals, I mean funerals, cremations, memorial services, the entire picture. We're able to do it without funding them. We're able to do it with funding through a trust or a policy. And then there's the avenue. If an arrangement is already designed at a different funeral home, that can all be transferred to a new funeral home. Someone can meet with funeral home A and five years later prefer funeral home B, call them and reorganize their arrangements. And at their time of need, those funds that were previously purchased through the first funeral home can be and will be transferred to the new funeral home. And I like to tell folks, no matter what funeral home you met with initially, you are allowed to use any funeral home across the board in any state. You are never locked. You're never linked to a funeral home other than by choice. Hmm. We'll have to talk more about that as we go down and, sure. and discuss things with you. Spencer D. Geibel is with us, and he'll be with us a couple of times through the next couple of months. His new funeral home is at 140 Newcastle Road in Butler, 724-287-4042. Are you on social media as well? Mm -hmm. Okay. LinkedIn, Manta, Facebook. All of them. Everyone. Every <laughs> option out there. out there. That's the hard thing. Every time we talk about social media, something mm -hmm. new pops up. I have a so. wonder, wonderful website. Just out there. So do we just look for Spencer, Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. You'll find it that Google way. Google that yep. and, and that'll come it up. It actually is www.spencerdgeibel.com. Okay. That is the website. And again, an independent funeral home so not linked to anybody else in the area so they are at 140 or spencer is i should say spencer is at 140 newcastle road in butler that's the address that you're going to uh, want to make sure that you're connected mm -hmm. to if you're looking for the spencer d geibel funeral home and cremation services now let me ask you this we only have about three or four minutes left with you but uh why butler what what, what draws you to butler i know we both grew up here so yes. you know i mean butler's yes. home but at the same time, there's got to be a draw for you or a passion, or why do you think Butler is so important? There is. As I mentioned earlier, I love this field. I love every part of this field. And I left Butler for a period of time, and I always had a dream to come back to Butler. I used to regret so much not being able to be here to work for the folks that raised me, to work for my grade school teachers, my coaches, my weightlifting coach, my mentors, everyone that raised me. When I was a kid outside of my family, I always regretted not being here for them when they truly needed someone. And that was one of the main reasons I wanted to come back to Butler. I saw that there is a pattern in Butler, and I wanted to go against that pattern when it comes to service and price. I wanted to go dramatically and rapidly against that pattern when it comes to service and price. But my roots are in Butler. Um, folks always ask me, why do I use the tree symbol? Why do I use that tree? And I always say, well, I love trees. But more importantly than that, my roots are here in Butler, and I've always knew I'd come back here one day and try to offer this my way, which I believe is entirely different, fresh, and um, hopefully a calming experience. You already have clients. You already have people. The phone number's out there. The website's out there. Folks, if you want to get in touch with Spencer, it's Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Again, 140 Newcastle Road, Butler, uh, yeah. 1-6-0-0-1-7-2-4-2-8-7-40-42. And Spencer, in our last minute together, any final thoughts you want to leave with us today? Now, I want to thank you for inviting me here. This is a very good deal. I appreciate this. I hope folks call 
with questions. I hope folks call wanting to get some questions answered. I always tell folks, call me. I'll answer all of your questions. You can use whatever funeral home you choose to, but at least walk into that room with some information. Absolutely. Spencer D. Geibel, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. And folks, again, this will be on our website as the podcast of the day. So how you would find that is WISR680.com. Pick programs and then let's talk and then look for Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I'm Tracy Morgan. Thanks so much for joining us for Let's Talk.